Welcome to Sisterly Sunday's podcast, where faith, motivation, and sisterly love intertwine to empower women on their spiritual journey. Join us each week as we delve into heartfelt conversations and share inspirational stories that uplift and guide you through the challenges of life. I'm your host, Dr. Shaniqua Johnson, aka Shaniqua Inspires. Let's get into this week's message. Welcome to Sisterly Sunday's podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Shaniqua Johnson, aka Shaniqua Inspires, bringing you your dose of motivation and encouragement to get you through the week. Today's podcast is presented by Stronger Through Faith Media, helping you get your message to millions. Let's get into this week's message entitled, You Are Valid. According to the Webster's Dictionary, the word valid means having legal efficacy the power to produce. Being valid signifies that you are well-grounded and there is legitimate proof to back it up. Okay. In other words, you good, good. I was having a conversation with one of my sister friends and she was telling me of a dream she had. As she was sharing the dream, it became more defined. She could see it clearer than before. As she was describing the intricate details with me, the Holy Spirit shared a revelation with me. The first thing that came to mind was the pool of Bethesda. When I released this word to my sister, Her dream started to make sense and her instructions from God was evident. I was grateful that God was granting me such revelation to share and to help my sister with interpreting her dreams. But I had to ask God, what did he want me to know about the pool of Bethesda? I had that humanistic thought of what's in it for me. Knowing a bit of how God operates, I knew there was more that he wanted to share personally with me. So I dived into John chapter five for myself. I studied it with eyes looking for the hidden treasure that was specifically for me. Here, Jesus was back in Jerusalem. He went by the healing pool. The pool was called Bethesda, which in Hebrew means house of mercy or house of grace. Keep in mind, there were five covered porches or pillars at the pool. Five represents grace. Here's where you should start getting excited. This was the place where the sick hang out. 
When the water in the pool stirs up, the first one in for the day gets the healing. So this is the place where those who were sick seek refuge. Those who are blind or lack vision. How many of you have ever felt like your vision was tainted? That you couldn't see God. You couldn't see what he was doing or where he wanted to take you. Also at the pool would be those who are lame, crippled, where their ability to walk was compromised. Have you ever fell into a position where something was blocking your walk with God? Something is slowing you down, causing you to stumble. Also at the pool were those who are paralyzed. Those without movement at all. They laid there on those five porches. Insert here, his grace is sufficient. I can only imagine this was a place of comfort, peace for those who ailed. I'm sure there was something about the pool that made those who were sick feel better just by being in the vicinity of the water. The presence of God, the possibilities, whatever it was, it drew those who were sick near. In modern day times, the church is supposed to be a place like this likened to a hospital where you would find the sick. But people have tainted it, stigmatized it, that it's a place for the perfect. Anywhere God is, there's an opportunity for healing. And we all need healing in some areas of our lives maybe even multiple areas at a time. While you stand in need of a physical healing, it may require a mental healing as well. Any encounter with God or his presence opens the opportunity for people to get healed. But here you are, keeping your revelation to yourself. Here you are, not opening your mouth to share what God has told you to share. I know, I get it, you shy, you an introvert. I know you don't feel qualified. I know you don't hold any fancy titles or credentials, but if God told you to say it, you have the responsibility to do so. And if you don't, you are lame. We all have the responsibility to show the world the God in us. Whether it is in our words or in our deeds. Many people we encounter only know God 
but what, by what they see him do in our lives. But you don't want to speak of his goodness because you think people are going to say you bragging. You don't want to display his grace and favor over your life because you think people are going to say, you're just showing off. Newsflash, only the healed would see it in that way. I've been a registered nurse for over 20 years. I know the character traits of the unhealed. And even though I no longer work in the hospital or go out into the homes of the sick, it doesn't mean my responsibility stops. We are all nurses in the kingdom of God. So put your nurse cap on and let's heal this world. Back to the pool of Bethesda. Jesus meets a man who has been an invalid for 38 years. An invalid is how a person who has been made weak due to a disability or an illness is described. What I see is the word separated, invalid, like not valid. Something is weakening your power to produce. What is preventing you from walking in your purpose? What is weakening your power to produce? What is causing you to doubt what God has said? What is causing you to slow down? What is causing you to be stagnant? Who told you you are invalid? You are not an invalid. You can't be when you're connected with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You can't be an invalid when you encounter Jesus for yourself. All right, let's go back. Come on. Let's go back to the house of grace. Jesus asked the man who was an invalid for 38 years if he wants to be well. Mind you, this man has been unwell longer than Jesus has even been alive. But here he comes in, in his God-given, God-ordained authority and asks the man if he wants to be well. Because truth be told, everyone who is ill, everyone who is sick doesn't always want to be well. I'm going to leave that there. I'm not going to touch it. If you want to touch it, go for it. But I'm going to leave it right there and I'm going to get back to the matter at hand. 
There is no account to my knowledge that Jesus has ever experienced being an invalid himself. Yet he is still qualified to bring healing. Don't miss that. Stop disqualifying yourself because you had never experienced the situation. Who says you have to have been sick in order to help others heal? Who says because you never had kids that you can't offer comfort to a parent? Who says because you've never been married that you can't offer words of wisdom to someone going through a divorce? The devil is a liar. Stop discrediting yourself because of your circumstances, your upbringing or your pedigree. God has qualified you the minute he called you. Okay, y'all keep having me go off on a tangent. Let's go back to the house of mercy. The sick man answers Jesus by saying he doesn't have anybody to help him into the pool when the water is stirred. Oh boy. <laughs> Here we go with one of our favorite excuses. I don't have nobody I can depend on. I don't have no one to turn to. But here comes Jesus, a complete stranger. The man didn't even know it was Jesus at first. He was simply a man who offered him healing by saying, take up your mat and walk. We always think we need somebody. But in reality, if you got Jesus, you got everything that you need. Plus, did you see how a stranger blessed the sick man? I know you think your mama or your daddy are obligated to help you. I know you think your sister, your brother should want to help you. I know you think the people you call your friends, your besties are supposed to help you. But what if Jesus wants to use a complete stranger to bless you? All of this takes place on the Sabbath, the day of rest. But thanks be unto God, Jesus doesn't take a day off. Even when he is resting, he is working, mm. praying and petitioning the Father on our behalf. The invalid is no longer without value. He is now able to walk in purpose no matter the day of the week. Now the Jews, because of their protocol, they stopped the healed man and they try to bring correction to him for carrying his mat 
on the Sabbath. But the now healed man gives justification and he exclaims, a man who made him well told him to. Don't miss that. If you could see my notes, I had to, had to underline the words who made him well. Let me find out the once sick, now healed man qualifies Jesus because he made him well. He followed his instructions, even if it meant breaking the law. Would you follow Jesus even if it broke the laws of the land? the laws of the culture, the laws of society, or even, dare I say, the laws of social media? <gasps> Gasp. Would you proclaim the name of Jesus even if everyone else was giving credit to the universe? The man upstairs, the moon, the stars. Would you do the unpopular? if it secured your healing? Are you willing to do what is right? Even if you didn't know it was coming from Jesus. Jesus meets the man later on at the temple and he's pleased. He's pleased to see that he is doing well. He gives him some follow-up instructions. That's typical nursing behavior. <laughs> he gives him some follow-up instructions and warns the man, check this out. He warns the man to stay away from what made him sick in the first place. Come on, somebody. Stop going back to your familiar sin because it is comfortable. There is a cost to your healing. And if you go back to disobeying God, something worse might happen. Now, don't go, you know, look inside at, at, at me. That comes straight from the Bible. Get in your word. And you will hear that correction. Following God makes you valid. Not following him makes you an invalid. Even if it's not popular, follow God with all your heart. And remember, you are valid. But here's a side note that I can't let you leave without getting into your spirit. At the pool of Bethesda, timing was everything. Healing came when the water stirred and when the first person jumped in. But with God, whose timing is perfect, he healed even out of season. When the water wasn't stirred, when it wasn't time to jump in, Jesus didn't have to help the man in the water 
The man didn't even have to get wet. He just had to get up. Stop worrying about timing. Whether you have an extra hour, you don't have an extra hour. God will do it off schedule. Now that's valid. Be blessed. Are you loving this week's segment of Sisterly Sunday's podcast? If so, subscribe and share this message with those who could use a little encouragement to get them through the week. Connect with me on all social media platforms at Shaniqua Inspires. The encouragement continues every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on my podcast, The Black Girl Encourage Her. You know, the place where we are delivering the encouragement for everyone. We just so happen to do it from a Black girl's perspective. You can catch those episodes on my YouTube channel, Shaniqua Inspires. And don't forget to subscribe and share.